0: Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to this live webinar series on the legal expert guide to data breaches and ransomware attack in Southeast Asia. My name is Wana, and I'm the regional legal advisor and representative of both ASEAN and China Desk based in our DFDL Bangkok office. And I'll be very pleased to be the moderator for today's discussion. And just a brief introduction on DFDL, we are a full legal and tax advisory firm based in Southeast Asia, an ASEAN-born firm uh, with nearly 30 years of history. We have um, developed dedicated uh, regional and sector-based key practice groups with um, technology and compliance being one of them. Our discussion for today will focus on the prevalence of data breach incidents and ransomware attacks in Laos. And as all of us uh, may be aware, uh, incidents on this front have increased uh, at an escalating speed as a result of a shift of the global consumers usage towards online services and with companies uh, collecting an increasing volume of data uh, contributed primarily as the result of COVID-19. So it is critical uh, now more than ever for businesses and consumers like us to take um, data security seriously. I would now like to introduce uh, our speaker for today, Mr. Vinay Ahuja, he is a partner of DFDL and a fintech and technology specialist uh, who head the firm's regional banking, finance and technology group and with uh, 16 years of transactional and advisory experience, he is highly adept at advising companies in the tech and telco industries on their data compliance strategies in the Southeast Asia region. He has also been recognized as a distinguished practitioner by the Asia law in 2020. Uh, Great having you here Vinay, and thank you for participating in today's session.
1: Thank you, Runa. Look forward.
0: Now let's kick start our session for today. Vinay, so in the context of your jurisdiction, please, uh, can you share with us in terms of the level of prevalence of ransomware attacks uh, as well as top harms uh, resulted from data breach and industries most commonly affected by such incidents, please?
1: Okay, for, uh, firstly, uh, good afternoon to everyone. Uh, Lao is uh, being one of the smallest countries to the ASEAN markets, obviously is a little away from, uh, at the moment from the ransomware attacks and data breaches. Uh, there was a, a, a article few months back, which kind of said that experts expected a ransomware attack every 11 seconds in 2021. So, I believe so far uh, uh, Laos is on the back seat on that front. Uh, let me divide this into two parts. Uh, when we talk about ransomware attacks, uh, to my experience and generally to the public knowledge, uh, we have not seen a, a, a lot of ransomware attacks or direct attacks in Lao PDR. Uh, but if we were to look at data breaches, Again, we have not, or to my experience, we have not seen a direct data breach incident in Lao PDR. However, uh, Lao houses a number of branches of financial institutions or companies which are subsidiaries to headquarters, either based in Singapore, in Malaysia, in China, in UK, in Australia. So, yeah, so there has been uh, one could say uh, a flow down approach of a data breach incident that has either happened in Singapore, Malaysia uh, or Australia or uh, some data, generally data breaches in the dark net. So we have seen those kinds of incidents in the past, but uh, still uh, we have not we are at least we are not aware of a direct data breach incident. when we call again to the harms uh, given, we have not seen any ransomware attacks. So I would not call that there has been a monetary damage, but yes, uh, uh, any data breach incident these days on a company is a big uh, taboo that uh, the social, uh, uh, or oh, sorry, the, the security infrastructure was not good or uh, which causes a reputational damage. And in the world of social media, uh, I believe reputational uh, issue is one of the biggest because uh, kind of that changes the entire perception of a brand in the consumer side. Uh, When we are talking about uh, industries, uh, if I was to talk about Laos, uh, two related industries can be, one is on the hospitality side, Uh, because Laos has got uh, 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 some chains of well-known hotels uh, of the world. And number two would be on the financial institutions, basically uh, uh, any payments, uh, data breaches. And most of these data breach incidents have been related to the personal information, one could say. Uh, I don't, uh, at least I'm not aware of any data hacks to kind of uh, seek monetary compensation from them. But yes, the, the idea has been to gain personal information, which can be later used for phishing emails and otherwise. So that's uh, that's kind of the space at the moment. But as the world is changing, I'm sh- uh, 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 though it's a negative term to say I'm sure, but yes, sooner or later, uh, 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 the world will be, or each and every country of the world will be witnessing uh, a ran- or in growth in uh, ransomware attacks.
0: Thank you, Vinay, um, for sharing this. So uh, indeed, security incident, uh, be it minor or major, including an indirect data breach uh, originating from headquarters in other countries, it can be devastating uh, to an organization and leading as what you mentioned, uh, reputational damage and possibly uh, a loss of customers and or trust. So from this um, perspective, please uh, can you share with us in terms of the development of a governing laws regulating data breach incident uh, in Laos. Is there any overarching uh, data breach reporting uh, legislation in place at the moment? Uh,
1: So again, I I would divide them into, again, two sides. One is the ransomware attacks, and the second would be the data breach incidents. So when we talk about data breach incidents, then uh, there is uh, not a particular law dealing with data breaches only. Uh, but we have uh, electronic data protection law in Lao PDR which generally regulates the entire flow of data. That is how the data comes in, what does the data do and how the data can go out. So entire cycle of the data is governed by them. And it uh, definitely mentions about uh, certain actions and um, incidents about what happens in case of a data breach or what are the consequences similarly for ransomware attacks it's the uh uh uh, uh what do you uh, i'm forgetting the name of the law it's the uh, 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 uh cybercrime law which of uh, Laos. again that uh, deals with more of uh, criminal activities that are happening on the internet it not only limits to ransomware attacks, but any form of criminal activity which is happening through Internet and it lays down uh, uh, the uh, consequences or the requirements of the reporting obligations uh, that one has to do in case of any of such any criminal activities and uh, uh, given uh, the ransomware attacks, if it's a criminal activity, then definitely the penal code also comes into the action and uh, you go into an entire different spectrum of things.
0: Thanks Vinay um, for this high level response from the legal domain. So from the information uh, presented, we understand that um, laws governing data breach incident uh, in Laos continues to evolve and it also uh, remains um, sector specific uh, as of date. And of course, uh, we know cyber criminals, um, they do not discriminate. And we are seeing uh, more, more and new uh, sophisticated form of attack uh, emerge uh, regularly. So practically, um, how should an organization uh, respond to an internal and external data breach incident? Can you share with us um, some of the top cyber uh, security best practices?
1: Okay, if, if this is more towards what are best practice uh, one should have I, I would call it let's go for the prevention first and then uh, uh, later to what should be done in case of an incident so uh as a prevention there are uh, three to four things which i believe uh, if implemented by an organization then uh, they can avoid some form of data breach incidents and we call it as the best practices so uh, and again, uh, there is less of legal side to it, it's more of the security side. So first is obviously the strong password policy. That is a bottom rule what every organization should have. Uh, second, uh, we, uh, as uh, as more and more financial transactions are being done on your mobile phones, so it's always advisable to implement a two-factor authentication. I believe now more and more uh, organizations have started doing it, even we as DFDL do it. We have a 2FA uh, to our email accounts. Uh, third, uh, one of the critical best practices would be uh, importance to the uh, physical security uh, procedures and practices. So in recent times with the uh, the internet evolving and everyone trying to secure things online, I believe uh, uh, an emphasis or uh, there is less emphasis on the physical security. So I would still insist that uh, the data where the data is being stored, a uh, uh, proper physical security arrangement should be there in any organization uh, to ensure uh, there are no uh, data breach incidents. Lastly, which I believe is the core of any data breach is the user activity. So there should be some form of a a policy or a protocol to monitor user activity of a particular organization. And any uh, activity which is not in the ordinary course of business should be immediately flagged so that you can figure out if there is a potential or a risk of a data breach. And all these combined, any organization should also have a policy in place uh, putting down steps as to how a data breach incident will be handled by an ent- company if there be.
0: Thanks Vinay um, for sharing with us some of these uh, practical and useful uh, suggestions uh, of the technical solutions. And um, moving to my next and also the final question, and this relates to in the case of a transfer of data from Laos to other countries. So can you um, discuss some of the uh, precautionary measures which companies uh, they can take to better prepare for this uh, sort of transaction in order to prevent uh, any potential international data breach incident? And if you have um, some of the practical advisory experience on this front, um, please um, do share with us as well, please. Yeah, so kind of i i gave my thoughts on the i would say the
1: the precautionary side initially i would call it uh if if there is a policy in place uh another best practice what you can add is uh, depending on the size of the organization uh there should be a team policy like uh, you know in this uh, in today's era we have a harassment policy an employment harassment policy a whistleblower policy that a particular incident happened. What team will come into the action, and how a particular team will act on such incident. So, taking those uh, four best practices, and with a te- uh, with a team of uh, and a policy and a team, uh, I believe uh, that policy should kind of uh, list down four key areas uh, which should be targeted immediately upon a breach. First. Uh, stop the breach. Uh, If there is an incident which has happened, is it a continuing incident? We have to pull the plug. And that I believe is one of the key uh, factors to cut down the damage. That should be the first step. Uh, Second obviously is assess your breach and the damage. And that is where even uh, experts like us come into the picture as lawyers. Uh, And assessing the damage technically means, uh, obviously, uh, one of the breach. Number two, uh, is the damage required to be communicated to your headquarters? Uh, Is it required to be communicated to the regulator? Uh, Do we require uh, such data incident to be reported to the consumers or any third party or any other stakeholders? And I believe uh, the uh, your lawyers or other experts should be consulted so that you can uh, uh, figure out what and to whom uh, these should be reported to. And then the third step obviously comes is to notify the authorities and the regulators and the consumers and the third parties uh, who are dealing with it. Lastly, uh, we should monitor uh, the damage done because uh it's if if a data breach incident has occurred, it's not that it will vanish in a day uh, obviously uh, there there will be what you call ripple effects or after effects. so one has to monitor the damage that has been caused and ensure that uh, that damage is minimized to the best so I, I believe these are the uh, these are the four things if one does then uh, the uh, uh, risk or uh, any regulatory or legal issues will be less and obviously uh, we can cut down on the actual uh, damage caused by the data breach.
0: Thank you um, very much, uh, Vinay, for breaking down uh, the steps which organizations can take uh, in preparing, uh, be it a local and international data breach. Uh, They are very um, valuable for our audience's understanding. Now we will uh, move on to the Q&A session and take a few minutes to go through some of them. Let's see what we have. Yep. Um, Vene, so in the case of a ransomware attack or demand, uh, is there a legal obligation in law for the payer to notify a regulator and or you know, law enforcement agencies prior to um, paying the ransom? Okay,
1: so when we talk about ransomware, uh, the law defines this as a criminal activity. And with the uh, cybercrime law, given it's a a criminal activity then it has to be reported to the relevant authority that uh, such and such incident had happened and this is a criminal activity and hence we are required to pay Uh, even if after the payment but it has to be reported Uh, 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 we cannot uh, 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 we cannot avoid a scenario or uh, uh, it should not be the case that a ransom has been paid and we do not report it to the authority that kind of Uh, goes against the law and you can be subjected to a penalty under the law for it. And uh, similarly for for data breach, I believe uh, there isn't uh, that uh, regulatory requirement for any notification and uh, uh, thing. But yes, for ransomware, because it comes into the definition of a criminal act, hence it has to be reported to the authority.
0: Thank you, Vinay, um, for this uh, insightful discussion. Now, it is the end of our webinar. So it goes without saying that um, data breach response plan uh, has become a critical component of doing business in this uh, this modern era. So for companies uh, who have yet to create one or need A fresh one. Uh, We hope uh, this session uh, will be a useful tool where you can find some of the uh, useful suggestion and key considerations when it comes to creating a new plan or to refine an existing plan uh, for the purpose of improving data security posture. So if you have um, any related question please do not hesitate to reach out to Vinay, um, the speaker, or myself. And we thank you uh, for your attention. And it is uh, very honoured to have all of you in participating in today's webinar. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Vuna. Thank you all.